Hello everyone, my name is Valentine, if you're new here, and welcome to episode 22 of Night Talk. Today we are going to be di dissecting the Salem Witch Trials. Before we get into the episode, let's get into some commercials. Follow my socials and Discord to keep updated on when I post new episodes. The link is in the description of the episode as usual. I have a foundation called the Triple Moon Foundation where we raise awareness and money for mental health addiction, for mental health addiction the environment, and human rights. The link is in the description that, that goes with that. I also have a blog called Triple Moon Blogs where I post about my life or any or any kind of lifestyle topics on Thursdays. I also have a, a, another podcast called Boy Talk which posts on Sundays about the life of being a trans man. Lastly, I have two YouTube channels. One called Triple Moon Studios is the same name as my production studio where I post all about, where I post all my short, short films, I mean, because I'm a aspiring director and I want to have all of my content in one place, if that makes sense. And then also I have, the, the other one is just my, my name, Valentine McKay. It's where I post weekly vlogs all about my life slash any lifestyle stuff. The link to, to that will be in, in one link in the description as usual. Okay, let's get into the episode. On one freezing day in January of 1692, some, something strange happened in Salem, Massachusetts in the Paris household. As snow fell outside, Betty Paris and her cousin, Abigail, began to bend and twist their bodies in weird shapes and speaking words that don't make sense. Betty's father, Reverend Paris, was immediately alarmed and called in a doctor to help. What was the diagnosis, you asked? The pair had been bewitched. To understand more of why the Salem Witch Trials happened, it is necessary to first analyze this, the times at which the Salem Witch Trials occurred a little bit. According to the Salem.org, a strong belief in, in the devil, factions among Salem village families, and rivalry nearby, with nearby Salem town combined with a recent smallpox epidemic and the threat of attack by warring tribes created a fertile ground for, for fear and suspicion. Also, according to Smithinson.com, in 1689, English rulers William and Mary started a war with France in the American colonies known as King William's War to Colonists. It ravaged reigns of upstate New York, Nova Scotia, and Quebec, sending refugees into the country of Essex and, and specifically Salem Village in the Massachusetts Bay Colony. Salem Village is present-day Danvers, Massachusetts, Co colonial Salem town it became what's now Salem. The displaced people created a strain on Salem's resources. This aggravated the existing rivalry be between families with ties to the wealth of the port of Salem and those who still de depended on agriculture. Controversy also brewed over Reverend Sal Samuel Paris, who became Sa uh, Salem Village's first ordained minister in 1689 and was disliked because of his rigid ways and and greedy nature. The Puritan villagers believed all the quarreling was the work of the devil. Now that we have that understanding, let's talk about and dissect what actually happened during the Salem witch trials.
Like stated before in the introduction, in January of 1692, Reverend Paris's daughter, Elizabeth, who was age nine, and her cousin, Abigail Williams, who was age 11, began to have what they called fits. They screamed th through things and bended their bodies in strange positions. A local doctor that Elizabeth's dad, Reverend, Reverend Paris, brought in diagnosed it as the supernatural. Another girl, Anne Putnam, aged 11, had similar hits, uh, similar fits to what Elizabeth and Abigail had. According to smithinson.com, on February 29th, under pressure from magistrates, magistrates, Jonathan Corwin and John Hawthorne, the girls blamed three women for afflicting them. Tichiba, the Paris Caribbean slave, Sarah, Sarah Good, a homeless beggar, and Sarah Osborne, a elderly, impoverished woman. March 3rd, 1692. Although the original kids who were having fits temp uh, temporarily felt better, and Putnam's torment continues. She soon claims to see the specters of Martha Corey, Dorothy Good, the four-year-old daughter of Sarah Good, and Elizabeth Proctor. March 12, 1692. Martha Corey is accused of witchcraft. March 13, 1692. According to SalemWitchMuseum.com, Anne Putnam Jr. allegedly sees an yet another specter, this time of an unknown old woman sitting in her grandma's grandmother's chair, guided by the suggestion of either her mother, Anna Putnam Sr., or the Putnam's 17-year-old servant, Mary Mercy Lewis, and Jr., eventually identifies the specter as elderly Salem Village resident, Re Rebecca Nurse. S soon, Mercy Lewis falls ill and is now also regularly tormented by the same mysterious affliction. March 18, 1692, Anne Putnam Sr. reports a special torment. She is now among a small group of adult women who claim to be affected. March 19, 1692, Rebecca Nurse is accused, accused of witchcraft. March 24, 1692, according to SalemMuseum.com, having been arrested the previous day, Rebecca Nurse is examined before Mag... Mag magistrates John Hawthorne and Jonathan Corwin, though she firmly maintains her innocence, the torment of afflicted witnesses present during the examination is enough for the magistrates to hold her for trial. The 71-year-old Rebecca Nurse is sent to Salem Village, I mean Salem Jail, is sent to Salem Jail. April 2nd, 1692. Abigail Williams continues to claim she is tormented by the specter of Elizabeth Proctor. Meanwhile, John Proctor, who was the husband of Elizabeth Proctor, keeps a close eye on his 20-year-old servant, Mary Warren, though she testifies as a witness during the trial of Rebecca Nurse. John, uh, John Proctor d denied this and didn't believe her. April 4th, 1692. 
Elizabeth Proctor was accused and tried for witchcraft, April 11th, 1692. According to the SalemWitchMuseum.com, having been arrested a few days prior, Elizabeth Proctor and Sarah Cloyce, Rebecca Nurse's sister, a, a, are, are examined in Salem Town. John Indian, husband of Tituba, is now among the, affli the afflicted and is present during these proceedings. During the examination, the afflicted claim both... Elizabeth and her husband are, tor are tormenting them and appear to be violently aff afflicted. John Proctor is taken into custody. Sarah Cloyce and both Proctors are held for trial. April 18, 1692. Four more witches are suspected and arrested. Giles Corey, husband of Martha, Abigail Hobbs, Bridget Bishop, and and the once afflicted Mary Warren. They are examined the next day. Abigail Hobbs breaks down, which makes her the second person to confess. In the coming weeks, more and more people are arrested for witchcraft, not just from the Salem village, but in other towns far, far away. May 4th, 1692. According to SalemWitchMuseum.com, an arrest warrant having been issued four days ago, Reverend George Burroughs arrives in Salem, having been transported all the way from Wells, Maine. Burroughs was minister of Salem Village for three years, a, a decade prior. Evidently, he left bad feelings in his wake and was now forcibly returned to Salem to face witchcraft charges. May 10th, 1692. Sarah Osborne dies in prison in Boston. She is the first casualty of the trials. May 27th, 1692. Governor Phipps approves a special court, the court of Oyer and Terminer. It means to hear and determine. This is the court that tries witchcraft cases. June 2nd, 1692. Bridget Bishop tri is tried and condemned at the first sitting of the court in Salem. June 10th, 1692. Bridget Bishop is executed. This is the first execution during the trials. July 19th, 1692. Rebecca Nurse, Susanna Martin, Elizabeth Howe, Sarah Good, and Sarah Wilds are, were executed on a proctor's ledge. When Sarah Good goes to the gallows, Reverend, Reverend Nicol, Nicholas, sorry, I, c I couldn't pronounce his name for some reason, Reverend Nicholas Noyes encourages her to confess and save her soul. In response, she angrily replies, you are a liar. I am no more a witch than you are a wizard, and if you take my life, God will give you blood to drink. August 19th, 1692. Four more people are executed at the Salem Gallows. September 19th, 1692. Giles Corey is pressed to death in an open field with heavy stones after refusing the authority of the court of Oyer and Terminer. This is the first and only use of uh, of this in co in colonial New England. I talk about more about Giles Corey's story in a uh, in a, a cemetery episode I did. It's insane that his body is literally still in those the the cemetery, but they don't know like where it actually is. It's insane. September 22nd, 1692.
eight more people are hanged. This is the last, the last execution of the Salem witch trials. October 29th, 1692, Governor Phipps dissolved the court of, of Oyer and Terminer. There we go. The court that tried witchcraft. December 14th, 1692, according to SalemWitchMuseum.com, the lawyer, the, the, the lower house passes the act against conjuration, conjuration, witchcraft, and dealing with evil and wicked spirits. This law maintains that witchcraft is a felony offense punishable by death. However, it lessens the penalties for minor acts of magic, such as attempting to find love, tell the future, or unsuccessfully trying to harm another person by magical means. December 16th, 1692. In response of the several still in jail, the general court decides to meet to discuss the rest of the cases. January 16th, January 1693. The Superior Court condemns three of the 56 accused of witchcraft. April 1696. Samuel Paris finally steps down as minister. And then not until October of 2001, the, no the known missing names are finally added to the 1957 resolve. As such, the formerly accused are released of all charges. The this is an important, an important acknowledgement of the wrongdoings and significance of the events that took place in 1692. In, in August of 2021, though it was thought that it that all the names were cleared in 2001, there was one specific name that wasn't and unfortunately overlooked. Thanks to the works of historian Richard Haidt and the efforts of an eighth grade class in in Minnesota, I think it is, um, the legislature cleared the name of Elizabeth Johnson Jr. To close, these trials were so wrong for so many reasons. They accused people of doing things without actually even having the evidence so much that they actually killed those people. It's, it's such a fucked up piece of our history, but and unfortunately also an important piece of our history at the same time. Rest in peace to everyone that died in the trials. 25 total people. I'll read off some of the most na most known names now. Bridget Bishop, Rebecca Nurse, George Burroughs, John and Elizabeth Proctor, Giles and Martha Corey, Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne, Tichuba, Elizabeth Howe, Anne Foster, and Roger Toothaker. I hope you are resting in peace wherever you are. Okay, that is all I have for this episode. Just a reminder before I go to follow the socials and my other content. The link is in the description. Okay, I'll talk to everyone next time. This is Val signing out.